0: Hey, uh, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with the daughter of the woman who invented the cheerleading liberty. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. Anna Grace Newell! (laughs) 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 In the
1: house. That actually is, that really should be my fun fact when I introduce myself. (laughs) What if that was really why I was here today? (laughs) No, no, that is the coolest thing about you. No, it is why you're here today. It is why, it's actually why I'm here today. We're going to talk about the fundamentals of cheerleading Mm -hmm. and how it got started. My mom did in 1974, my mother, Chris Shepard, we have a different last name that throws people for a loop. She created the Liberty, which is a cheer move one one leg up. You guys, you we'll guys, put if you know, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we'll put a photo. And it was originally actually like this versus a high oh, like the Statue of Liberty, because it was around the Fourth of July. Yes. It was cheer. Game. My mom was the first UCA staff instructor. Get out. Yes, yeah, so there was like a. This is iconic. It's she's an icon, and yeah. then she went on to found varsity brands and like literally she's a founding father.
0: Oh, she's literally the Michael Jordan of the cheer world. <laughs> Yeah, like is. dead ass. But cheerleading's just not taken seriously. I, unfortunately. Know, because it's like one of the hardest sports in the world. It is.
1: I feel like cheer, you know, the Netflix series, cheer. Yeah.
0: I think it I think it really brought like a lot of attention
1: to cheerleading, but I do feel like I do feel like I don't know if like varsity was like really like they got a good <laughs> <laughs> they painted them in like a good light. My mom since retired, but um she, at age nineteen, she was one of the founding fathers, along with the Webb brothers. If you guys look in a cheer facts, that's one of the facts.
0: Wow. But she didn't win the
1: liberty and it is like probably. So if the there
0: was fact. a Mount Rushmore for Cheerleading. Cheerleading, she would be on it. Yes. Slay. Yes, Slay. Slay. Cool they actually have
1: a they actually have like a thing. It's called like varsity legends. So that would be like the Mount Rushmore of cheerleading. And my mom is she's there. She's like yay hi. She's just a little tiny woman, but that woman is she's fierce.
0: I mean, she's just like you. Sure.
1: She, she is like me, but she's actually like more intense, if you could imagine. Oh, I love
0: it. <laughs> so Anna Grace and I have... This is one of the many things that we have in common that we cheered growing up. Yes. Um, but I guess... For the listener, the viewer that doesn't, has never met you, give yes. them a little 411. Okay. <clears throat> yes. I'm and like everything anti Let me just
1: check it away. It, you, really, you really came out hot with the Liberty Fact. That was <laughs> That's probably like the coolest <laughs> thing about me. So we'll just go back from there. Okay. Um, I have been on Instagram since like 2015. I was originally a wardrobe stylist doing fashion, worked for Free People, Urban Outfitters, styling. When Free People, back when they had like Instagram, um, conglomerates I was over the south the southeast district. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then I was a fashion editor magazine and then I went to Nashville and started doing like reality TV and music videos and album art and super funky crazy eclectic. Like mm-hmm. my style's definitely wild and I feel like that's why TK and I jive because we're like let's do something crazy and we're a light up We're crazy hat. girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. We are crazy. So I was I got my following and foundation Off of fashion, still heavily influenced by fashion and love fashion. But as I approach, I'll be 30 in July. Which is crazy. I know. I like feel like a little bitty bop. I don't know. (gasps) That's crazy. I know. But I'll be 30 in July. So I have have evolved a bit on my journey. And essentially, I had this crazy near-death experience when I was – the the transitional time, that good – time we'll talk about between <clears throat> age 25 to 26 where your whole life really does change the most which is where tk is at <laughs> so literally. this comes into play uh, this crazy near-death experience i won't go into it because it is quite long when i did like a 50-minute episode on my podcast you guys is the first episode there if you're into that stuff ag university check yeah. it out yeah episode one it's old ag can't come to the phone anymore why because she's dead literally uh, we love a t swift play yeah So, that happened, and I had this mass awakening to, wow, there really is something else out there. And I always wanted to believe in, like, spirituality or religion or all these things, and I just never quite, like, really, like, super connected to it. But I always wanted to. Okay. You know? Um, Came from, like, more of a, like, a
0: stricter religious background.
1: Maybe a lot of people do in the South. Born and raised
0: in Memphis. Yes, in Memphis, Tennessee. Then went to college in Arkansas? Yes. Okay. Then then you moved to Nashville. So,
1: heavy South upbringing. Yes, yes. So was totally just unfamiliar with anything in the energy world, like even like manifestation, like law of attraction. Had, I was a zero. Okay. <laughs> I was a zero. <laughs> so um, I have this crazy experience and I'm gifted all of this new perspective that like, wow, there is so much more out there. I slowly started getting into energy work myself. And so now I also do fashion, which fashion is energy. And we can talk about that, how clothing carries energy. because I think that's a really interesting concept mm-hmm. for people. Um But also, I started, which TK
0: keeps saying, let's normalize the Akashic Records. (laughs) On this episode, we will be normalizing the Akashic Records, by the way. So tune in. Ears. Get
1: your ears ready. (laughs) Because I know everyone's going to go, what is the Akashic Records? My whole life is people going, what is that? So – It is, you know, probably part of my mission here to just make it literally just like a normal, like I'm a normal person, I love fashion, I love all these things. I think there is this misconception that if you're like into spirituality or all of these concepts that you're like, Hey this, right, you're woo, you're this certain type of person. And I'm like, no, I, I love fashion. I love a latte. <laughs> this morning I was like, I'm an L.A. girl. Like I was at a face gym getting my face massage. Where did you go? I, best did money I've that? ever spent. Okay, yes. Great. great. Yes. Good. Yeah, yeah. you guys are here, go to the one lo- one hotel location, go yeah. see my girl, Sarah, Healing Hands. She wow. did something special to me. No, you look great. <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> I feel great. So anyways, just just the fact is that, yes, I am into spirituality and manifestation and all these things. But I also love a lot of other things and mm-hmm. I love fashion and styling and all these things. So anyways, but I was a wardrobe stylist seeing influencers and celebrities and musicians. And then I have this crazy experience. And then I started just... Very organically doing energy readings for people. It's like they would come to me to do a style consultation, and then somehow we would end up over here doing energy work and readings. So I am clairvoyant. It's in the same family as mediumship, but I offer predominantly Akashic Records. And the Akashic Records, I will try to explain, because I know everyone's like, what is that? And TK's mission is to normalize it, which makes me get going Normalize the Akashic Records. N- normalize, normalize the Akashic Records. N- n- it's a mouthful. And TK's also like, I literally don't know what it is. But the funny thing is that <laughs> after TK turned 25, she's like, Anna Grace, I need you to do a reading. Like, obviously, we've been friends. We love each other. We trust each other. She's like, I need you to do a reading. <clears throat> I don't even care. Don't know what it is, but let's do it. So we're going to talk about the reading. But
0: she- I had my Akashic Records, records Read. Red. Yes,
1: you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so anyways, the Akashi Records, it's basically, I always tell people it's like angel readings. It's super light, super love filled, um, very gentle information to connect you with your soul's purpose. Mm-hmm. It's connecting you with your higher self, connecting you with your intuition, God, source, universe, whatever words feel comfortable to people. It's just a very loving, light, gentle energy read that we kind of did for TK. And you actually can ask questions, so she submitted some questions to me, Mm -hmm. and then I went in, I do like a meditation, I do a little opening prayer, and then I delivered some information to her, which is what we're gonna talk about today. So, essentially, Akasha Records is, it's like your soul's library, right? It's like past, present, and future. So there is a future piece to it, which is the clairvoyance, um, but we stayed pretty much in alignment with like, what is truly going to move the needle for me? Like, what is truly gonna make me the happiest in this lifetime, like what is truly going to align me with my highest version of self, right? Because we're all here to align with our best version of mm-hmm. self, and the, the Akashic records. It's a practice. It's a very ancient. It's been around forever, and you know, I think it's can be what people reference is like God's plan. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's mm-hmm. just if we were to wake up one day and say, "Hey, if it was the best version of myself, like what is she doing?" And it's tapping into that energy, and then I kind of guide people, being like, "Hey." Here's your next three steps in this direction that maybe you haven't looked or you've forgotten or you are scared to go because someone told you, you know, that that was silly or stupid or whatever. But really, I'm sitting here telling you that this is the path that I'm seeing for you without without you telling me that, too. You know what I mean? I'm just validating back to them that their dream, like, I see it, too, without mm-hmm. you having to, like, tell me the dream. I'm like, yeah, I already saw it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I see this for you. So... The experience is meant to connect you with basically this God's plan, this highest version, this best version of you. If I woke up and was on this the most elevated path, like where am I going and what am I doing? And also working with people to look backwards a little bit too and say, hey, this might be a mindset or a limiting belief or a belief system that's holding you back. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes we don't even really know what it is that's holding us back. Like why are we scared to do the thing? Why am I stuck in this mm-hmm. situation? So that's the work that I specialize in. That's what my podcast is about, AG University. It's all about reconnecting with intuition and self, but in a very gentle way. Like, I tell everyone, like, you don't have to be, like, super woo-woo. People write me all the time. They're like, I'm actually not that spiritual, but I, I just really like what you say. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds good. Well, I'd
0: rather be woo-woo than boring.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun right? to have a little something. But I never <laughs> want people to be, like, turned off. Like, we're going to, like go into the vortex or something yeah. like you
0: know like, no it's very light and yeah, easy to understand it's yeah it's digestible it's honestly tangible. I did not for a second feel weird
1: yeah no. oh, oh during yeah. My yes reading. yes yes oh my gosh so and, and I, I like love it. I feel like it's such a gift that I had. I mean, unfortunately, I had a really like scary experience, but I'm fine. I'm here. I'm alive. She's thriving. She's almost 30. She's flirty. 30, <laughs> and, flirty, and thriving. Yeah. And now I get to work with people and help them and, and connect with people through my podcast. And, you know, I've been doing kind of group readings there. I'm just playing with what it looks like to explore this further because for a couple of years, I really was pretty private about it and just stuck with fashion. because so I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm ready to share this with the mm-hmm. Internet. And when I moved to Florida, I really stepped in fully and was like, you know what? This is me. This is my most authentic version of self. This is what I love. I love helping people. I I always see the best in people. I see their potential and I want Mm -hmm. them to know it. So I'm going to do this. and I'm going to step into this and I'm going to say, I don't give a darn. I don't know. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fuck yeah. I was going to say, fork it up or something. (laughs) Fork it up. Fork
0: it up. (laughs) Um, Well, can I jump in? Yes. Okay. I just have to say... First of all, it's been so cool being your friend watching you almost find your higher version of yourself. Yes. Because or the highest version of yourself because you when I met you, you were full-blown stylist, Nashville bachelorette. Yes. Party girly. Yes. Which I died for yeah, and we I loved literally her. commented on her photo when I found you on the gram and I was like can we be best friends? And that's how we became that's friends. That's literally how we met. And I said, yes. Yes. <laughs> be- but we have such similar Vibe. energy mm-hmm. and vibes and whatever. So it's been so cool because, you know, ever since we met and then we would hang out in Nashville and she hosted me several times in Nashville. And every time she came to L.A., we would meet up, etc. You, I think it was three years ago now at Haley Ringo's house had your angel cards yes. with you, and that was the first time. And you were dabbling. Yes. And I i think I had you. No, I don't think. I know you read or you pulled some cards for me. Yes. And I could just tell you were, like, so excited, but in a way that was, like, so relaxed and chill, mm-hmm. which, like, sometimes I feel like when you're, you just know shit's going to happen when mm-hmm. you're very calm about things. Mm-hmm. But you could tell you were really into it. Or you could be really into it. Mm-hmm. You were pulling some cards for our close friends. Mm-hmm. And I had a great experience with that. And it's so cool that this has become your, like, basically full time thing because I just have to brag about AG for a second because this is her full time job. And this girl is booked and busy with important people, celebrities, reading them 24 7. It's absurd. I literally had to beg her <laughs> to put me, like, uh, make a slot for me to read my uh, Akashic records to me. because Normalize Akashic records. <laughs> literally, yeah, normalize Akashic records. It's so hard to say. Normalize Akashic records. It is, it's a mouthful. So anyway, this is the real deal. Very important people go to her to Speaking. get a reading. And clearly it's working because um, – just by word of mouth, yeah. you have exploded in this department, which is so cool because you quite literally have found, it seems like your highest self or just the best version of yourself yeah. currently for where you're at.
1: And I feel like there's the truest, most authentic version of self, even when, if people don't understand it or like even they're like, oh, I've never even heard of this or I'm so unfamiliar. It's just everyone leaves feeling so much clarity and empowering. It's just a very positive experience and I just love that I could be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like I have connected with my highest version of self, and even like Austin, my boyfriend, partner, all the things we love him, king. He's always like king slay. He's a s- king slay. He is always like I. He's like I have no idea what like he's always like the Akashic Records.
0: What do we like? It took him a while to even get it down. The you're Akashic doing records. great. He literally is a former football <laughs> coach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like when they're speaking football. That's what I'm like hearing the Akashic Records. <laughs> yeah, you're like and the pass you know I mean? to the
1: Akashic Records.
0: That's yeah. that's a touchdown. Touchdown (laughs) Akashic. Go
1: Hoosiers. Go Hoosiers. Woo Woo pig. So, um, yeah, anyways, I don't even know where I was going. that. But I do. And it feels so good to step into my highest version of self, most authentic version of self, even though I will say it was scary. And the scariest things, I do feel like the high risk, high reward, Mm -hmm. it's there. Because now I'm getting asked to be on the freaking board of advisors for CEOs of companies that I've always Consume their products and looked up to them, and I'm like, wow, I've like, done wondering with them, and they're like, okay, we want you to be on our team. Like, we now cannot make a business decision without you before we do these mergers, and I'm like, oh my god, me? I'm like, okay, <laughs> saddle which up. is epic. Yeah. So, so I'm just saying that even if it's scary to be your truest, most authentic version of self, it it is whenever you step into the thing that you're most passionate about or excited about, even if you feel like people might not understand it. It's it it is so rewarding, and, and it also. I feel like everyone, even if they don't know about energy work or all this stuff, has just been so on board and supportive. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You included. Thank you. Oh, my
0: God. No, I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Normalize Akashic Records. (laughs) Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing-slash-time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 Hard Challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most is liquid iv y'all when i tell you i literally crave liquid iv like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head first of all it just always quenches my thirst but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it and it's just so good like a nice cold crisp glass of liquid iv oh my gosh sounds so good Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. As you all know, if you've been a loyal follower of mine for the past half of a year, I turned 25 on June 25th. I'm a Mm -hmm. cancer baby, so is Anna Grace. And I immediately entered my quarter life crisis, which was just a lot of confusion, Mm -hmm. just a lot of unknown, a lot of questioning everything. Like, it was the first time in my life I had no clear direction of where I wanted to head Mm -hmm. and I always have had a very clear direction been very confident in where I see myself going is the first time I was like wait what am I like in the right field am I doing the right thing am I happy do I like the people I'm around like it was just like zooming out zooming out zooming out seeing just like testing the waters or I don't know I feel I felt like my 25 year old self was just like confused as hell yeah so going into the second half of my twenty-fifth year, I felt like I was coming around a corner a little bit, but still confused as hell. So I literally begged Anna Grace <laughs> to read me. Um just because I don't know, I was looking for any type of help right. or clarity. direction, clarity, et cetera. Which correct me if I'm wrong, is the exact type of person that kind of comes to you right. for a reading. Yes. Whether that's, you know, you're in a family crisis, you're in a work career life crisis, yes. health scare, et cetera. Yes. I'm sure all of those things would direct you to someone like Anna Grace. Yes. But um, for me, it was definitely the quarter life crisis. Mm. So if you are in the same boat as i am or you're about to approach that because baby girl if you're 24 it's about to happen (laughs) um i would go ahead and follow her podcast i was just on it by the way so you can listen to our episode but she spills all the tea basically that happens in an akashic reading yeah uh Throughout her podcast, it's very informative. It's very, like, practical and tip-oriented. I love it. Mm -hmm. So I definitely recommend it. It's great for, I would say, girls in their, like, 20s, 30s, or or guys, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But someone like me really resonated with it, and... Anyway, I was very privileged to get a reading done by Miss A.G. And uh, we did it in February Mm -hmm. and I already feel like, you know how I said I was like starting to come around the corner, I feel like I'm like around the corner now. yeah. And like I know where Where I'm going, going. Mm -hmm. which feels forking amazing. Mm -hmm. So let's just, I wanna kind of like step into, the reading mm-hmm. here and like walk through the steps okay. of like how it goes and I'm down to share what kind of happened yes. during mine obviously not the like extreme personal stuff but I'm down to share because I feel like it's helpful yeah. for
1: people yeah and, and it's a lot of like universal teaching a lot of people yes, like, universal struggles like so yes. normal to go to turn 25 and like what am I doing like I I went through that every I I just I when you called me and you're like kind of having this bobble moment (laughs) I was like please help yeah and I was like I remember like I'm I'm with you I see you I support you so yeah let's talk about it
0: okay so someone signs up they want to get their Akashic records Mm -hmm. read what's the first step is it the sending the questions yep so they'll I only
1: opened the link through my newsletter, by the way, you guys. I I don't have any – there's so many imposter accounts right now trying to solicit money, like fake, you know. Uh, They're like, hey, this is Antichrist's backup account. Want to book a reading? And, like, try to swindle money. So, anyways, you will only get a link through my newsletter, and then you get a link as soon as you sign up with me that sends you a PDF that explains the type of questions that you can ask in a reading. And this is specific because it's primarily questions that are what, how, and why – typically tell people to stay away from when keeping the timeline let's just keep it open because i don't want to lock you into too many future timelines because mm-hmm. then people kind of fixate on like november 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 it's something's gonna happen in november you know like mm-hmm. unless it's just something i know it's like really positive or something for you to work towards so and i also don't like people to ask it's not really even like technically allowed in the Akashic records to do like yes or no because like i'm i don't have the power to tell someone Yes or no. You should
0: do this or you shouldn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Like everything is a lesson. Everything's a learning lesson. You could say like, why is this coming up? And we could talk about the Mm -hmm. lesson. Um, But I am not like the end all be all. You know, that is I am not God. I'm not here to tell you yes, no, good, bad. You know that. So we're just going to get into like, what is the meaning behind a lot of this? Like, why am I struggling? What can I do to seek clarity?
0: So um, do you want to share kind of some of your questions? Yeah, I'm going to share them. But I was going to ask really Uh quickly, is there like a common question that people ask? Uh, I think a lot of people
1: want to know more about what their purpose is here like and and just if you guys are listening and you're like hmm I never really thought about that like everyone is here with a purpose mm-hmm. everyone is here on purpose everyone has a purpose everyone has something that they are here to do in this lifetime I'm mm-hmm. a firm believer so a lot of people like to know their purpose or they like to know maybe some of their like energe- energetic gifts like what are like people a lot of times want to know more of like their strengths and things for them to lean into mm-hmm. because oftentimes it's like we're good at things and we think like oh that's normal like everyone's good at that or like what are their energetic gifts what can they step into what's holding me back Mm -hmm. what is this person's role in my life what lesson was I supposed to learn from this situation that was really hard Mm. like why did I go through that those are the types of questions that come up frequently Mm -hmm. but I think everyone a lot of them were like what is my next best move in career or or, you know what is something I should focus on more in this season of growth business opportunity or why is my business struggling right now what am I not seeing
0: Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Love those questions. Um, those are just great questions. I feel like uh, journal prompts. Yeah. Yeah. You guys um, get, get get down dirty in the journal. Let's do it tonight. I love it. Anyway. Uh, okay. So these are my questions that I came up with and I have to just say shout out to my best friend Libby because she, <laughs> she helped me with these or helped me decide which ones to keep and which ones to nix. I had a bunch. I narrowed it down. I was supposed to bring four to five and I brought six. So it's okay. these are my questions. Let it ride. Uh, one was what should I be prioritizing this year? Two was how do I implement more romance and love into my life? Number three was what area of my life will bring me the most happiness? Number four, what area in my career will bring me the most success? Number five, what can I be doing a better job of? And number six, where in my life do I need to take more risks? Mm-hmm. Beautiful so, questions. Thank you. Um, I, my thought process behind the questions was I really wanted to hit like the main parts of my life, like yeah. romance, career, and overall just like well-being and happiness. yeah. yeah. So that's kind of why I wanted to, I'm sure there's some people that like hone in on just career or just like live life or whatever, but I wanted a little mix of everything. A little sprinkle. So uh, you did, you pulled cards for me. Yeah, I have unicorn
1: little affirmation oracle cards. Mm-hmm. And so I pull cards first to get just a general theme for something that, basically something that's coming up for them, something to be celebrated and something to maybe shift our energy around. It kind of sets, it's like sets the theme for the reading. Mm -hmm. And then I do a meditation and I journal all of the information that I get when I go into the Akashic Records. Like I said, it's an opening prayer. Go in, I journal out your questions, and then I just start receiving a ton of information. And I write it all down. TK literally had like seven pages in a composition notebook worth of information, and um, then I get on the call and present the information to
0: TK. So that's
1: that's the process.
0: Um, You want to read one of the main things that, or one of the cards you pulled was freedom. Yes.
1: And that's part of your soul's purpose here as well. Okay. To experience freedom, freedom of self-expression, and to invite other people to step into true freedom. What does it mean to them? Ultimately, a lot of times people want to, like, make money and do all these things. Really, they want freedom. They want freedom to live their life how they want to live their life, you know? So you're here to show people that they can live this beautiful, expansive
0: life of freedom. Freedom to be who they want to be. Okay, cool. So <laughs> this was like the main thing you pulled for me, I think. Yeah, this is the, the, the unicorn oracle this card. This is the yeah. unicorn, unicorn card. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you are a free spirit with an infinite soul who cannot and should not be caged. It is time to forge your own path through life and create everything you want, regardless of how others think you should live. You may have held back to please someone or to protect yourself from judgment. You may have put your dreams on hold, believing they are too wild and outrageous or that you don't deserve a life that magical. You may have been waiting for approval from someone who will never give it. Now your heart is calling you to freedom. It is time to create the reality that will light up, light you up the most and allow you to be true to your soul. It is time to break the chains of limitation that delay your dreams and remember that anything is possible. It is time to stop caring what others may think of your life choices or how envious they may be of your freedom and do it anyway. This beautiful winged horse invites you to ride on her back high above judgments and into the magic of infinite possibilities. She encourages you to fly free, to let your hair stream in the wind and take pleasure in your new life. You are a free spirit. Soar into your wondrous life and never look back. Love it. Which I like, I feel like someone's gonna be like, oh, everyone could resonate with that. But like that, lights on. Lights on. And well, and also that was amazing. That card for me,
1: it it was. It hit different. And also, I'm like, I have gotten to a place. I've been using those cards forever, so I'm like, I'm now. I'm like, I know exactly what's going on with the cards. But um, to give you guys a little backstory, the AG University mascot is the dancing unicorns.
0: Uh (laughs) Shout out the dancing Unicorns.
1: So that's why I have the unicorn cards. Austin was like, what about the fighting unicorns? I'm like, no, what about the dancing? You know, like the fighting? He wanted like a a true football mascot. I was like, I kind of like the dance. I like but They dance. Yeah. Yeah. The prancing. So it it is kind of the prancing unicorn. So it it like makes everybody giggle. So anyways, um, unicorn card though. But freedom, and that was a big theme for you right now, is that you are entering into this phase of 25, of really being like, this is actually what I want to do. But at the same time, You were being tethered to, but this is what I should do. Yes. And in so many areas of your life. And so that was why when TK came on my podcast, she was like, I literally feel like you did. You flipped a switch in my brain as to why have I been doing all of these things for other people? And I like, I like literally wrote her a little permission slip and slid it to her and said, TK, this
0: is what you're supposed to be doing (laughs) over here. No, you did. Yeah. And she's like, that's what I want to be doing. I'm like, that's what we're going to (laughs) do. So the... Example I used on her podcast, which, guys, please go listen to it, was like feeling like I need to go to all of these social obligations, example, i.e. birthdays. But (laughs) it's like a silly example, but it it reigns true. Like in my head, dead ass, I thought I would be like a bad human or like a bad friend if I didn't go to every single birthday that I was invited to. But the reality is, is like I need time to water my own plant before Mm -hmm. I can water someone else's Mm. and I don't know why I needed Anna Grace to tell me that sometimes you do sometimes you do, you know but sometimes it, it really is I feel like I don't know
1: why but I feel like people come to me and I give them a permission slip to be themselves it's like they've been in this arm wrestle with themselves being like I should do this I should do this and I'm like "No, no no it's not what you're designed to do you're actually designed and you're stepping into as we get older we need more alone time. We need time. We need boundaries. Mm -hmm. We need these things so that we can take care of ourselves and step into this version of self that we're ready to step into. It's like you just need someone to tell you like, hey, you don't have to go to all the birthday parties. You don't have to. And and, and also, too, it really was translating into your content. It was a metaphor for a lot of other things in your life. Yes. I feel like you described it really (laughs) well on my podcast, too, as to how you're like, why have I been running around doing all these things for all these other people, bringing my A-game, giving them my love, which I can say because I am your friend. You are an incredible friend. But still, it's like you were doing all these things. But you're like, why am I not showing up for me? Why am I not doing these? I wasn't
0: bringing my A-game for, for... my shit. Yeah. Like for any of my shit.
1: Yeah. But, but you know, we'll do it. And I, I have. I have gone through that same awakening as to, like, I will literally spread myself so thin, drain my cup, everything dry as a bone for other people. And then I get home and I'm, like, freaking negative 100. And I'm, like, why did I let myself get here, you know? And then and then you start resenting situations yes. outside of us, right? Which You're is like healthy. But I tell people it's, like, we place resentment on... You know, other people, because we're like, oh, my gosh, why would they ask so much of that? And TK's like, of course they would ask. I always say yes. Yes,
0: I always say yes.
1: And you always look cute as a button. And I always show up cute as a button.
0: (laughs) If someone is in a similar situation as I was with, example, the birthdays or like feeling like they're showing up for everyone else but not showing up Mm -hmm. for themselves what's a small practical tip they can start implementing into their life to you know put themselves on a pedestal versus everyone else right well first I always I love
1: telling people to do like a life review or an autopsy I've actually made a lot of metaphors for this one I made one for Austin I was like What do, I feel like you got some sports people here. You like sports. Yeah. We'll go with our sports metaphor. Love. So football coaches, Mm -hmm. if you guys don't know this, I'm with one and they watch a shit ton of film. So much film. They're always reviewing film before they go into the next game to prepare plays and just to get prepared. Right. Mm -hmm. Got to have a schedule. Got to have a game plan. But you have all this film, all this time to go back. You got to review it. Right. So. I want to invite you guys to review the film. Review the past month.
0: Ooh, okay, I love this. Right? Review the film. Review the film
1: before we go into the next one, right? That's, what, that's what we do. the next game. Yeah, so, so before we go into the next game, say that's the month or whatever you got going on. You're going to go back. You're going to review the film. And you're going to do an assessment, right? You're going to look at your players, who's on the bench, who's close to you. Who do we like? Who do we want to bench? Right? This is
0: great. Yeah. I need to bench more people in my life.
1: Yeah. Like, who are we benching? Who do we want to tap in? Who do we want to make a priority? Who's playing good? Yeah. Who's, like, worth tk's juicy juicy good energy
0: wow right
1: who are who are we who are we looking to for advice who's our coach who's our mentor who mm-hmm. who like literally who's around us who first place who makes the plays you. and i always tell people too like if you're kind of doing like a like a look back on the month like i do this at the end of every year you can do it at the end of every week whatever look back at your camera roll like who, who was i taking photos with look at your notes look at your calendar was it super full and then I want you to go through and just write a quick little blurb. Okay, we've done this data. We reviewed the film, mm-hmm. right? We looked at all the things that were going on last month. And just do a quick little thing like, how did I feel? Did I feel like so drained? Love this tip. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, just go back and look and be like, "Ooh, why was I there? Oh, my gosh. I literally like that sucked the life out of me. Right? So then, well, now we know going to next month, hey, you're benched. <laughs> wow. I, Anna Grace, I love this. I'm going to do this tonight. Yeah. So everyone do a film review review the film. We're going to run it back. Mm -hmm. We're going to look at all the people. We're going to say, these people feed my soul. They light me up. They've got me excited. They believe in me. These people suck the life out of me, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like doing a little mental scan. And I always tell people, it doesn't mean you have to drop them or cut them out of your life or whatever. It's just how accessible am I going to be? Or am I going to continue showing up for them? Are they showing up for me? Mm -hmm. Right? Because of course you're going to show up because you're an incredible human, but also you've got to kind of go back and look at all these things or are they watering my plant, like Mm -hmm. you said? So I always encourage people to go back, review the film, take some notes, and ultimately connect it with, how did I really feel? Did I feel so spread thin? Love, love this. Yeah, because going forward, we're gonna switch it up, we're gonna have a better strategy and a play. Because if you don't know where you're going, the best place you can look is where we've been, how we felt, just check in.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I love that so much, I think that's such a good tip. I feel like, for me, what was the um, catalyst or no, what was like uh, the light bulb that really went off in my head is like, yes, I might be a good friend and be really nice showing up for all these people. Like I might be nicer than others because I do that, Mm -hmm. but I'm not being smart. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you got to be smart and realize like, that's not a smart move to go and just show up for someone that you don't really know just because you're nice. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's smarter to stay home and, have time to think or to process or to work on your own shit yeah and i was like i'm not being smart right now
1: well and, and I'm being nice <laughs> well and
0: it, it goes back into this very innate
1: inside of all of us that so we all want to be liked we yes. all want to feel a part of community we all want to feel you know a closeness right mm-hmm. connection community and i know that's something that's really important to you so It's checking in with yourself and being like, am I just showing up because I want this person to like me or am I showing up because I want to be there?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Because they're not going to not like you if you're like, hey, I'm busy. Yes. That's the biggest misconception is that like someone's going to hate me because I missed their birthday party. Like Mm -hmm. anytime I have a birthday, I'm like everybody, I'm sending out an invitation. Come if you want. If not – no hard feelings. Like also,
0: I... if they are weird about you not showing up, they're weird. Right. Like that's someone maybe you should bench. Right. Because, like that's a them yes, thing. That's and a them thing. That's not a you thing. Right. Anyone that gives me any sass about oh I can't show up is beyond weird, especially at this age. Everyone's busy. Everyone's busy. How can you not? Know Everybody's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Unless like... it's like your best friends like get, getting married. Like maybe show up to that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, but totally. Yeah. No one's going to, you know, dislike you or, or whatever the the reason that we always feel like we have to be places. There There is a deeper kind of something behind it. It's like, oh, I'm, you know, don't let people down or, you know, yada, yada, yeah. yada. But the more that we can... Take a step back. That was like part of what we talked about in your reading, which is like taking like literally five seconds to just check in with yourself and be like, is this a full body? Yes. Or is this just like I'm absolutely going to force myself to go because then I'm going to start placing resentment or blame on the situation. Like, why am I? And then it? I'm
0: mad when right, I get there and I'm right. I'm not fun to be
1: around. Totally. Totally. Same. So
0: that was huge. Yeah. Some of you are probably like, well, no shit. TK, you should figure that out on your own. You know what? We all have our flaws. <laughs> and I need to figure that out through my Akashic reading. Yeah. So I want to go through the questions and okay. kind of like. Dissect what I learned Uh, The first one was What should I be prioritizing this year Mm -hmm. Which I Really resonated with you saying That you were like These two words would not Show up during your reading and I was like What are they and you were like jumping and Bopping around (laughs) And travel like those were The big things which I was not Expecting you to say genuinely Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say like like grind or like like do you know what I mean something like put your head down and like no and it was quite literally the opposite yeah which is cool because I didn't feel like in my soul I like had it in me to like grind the way I was expecting I guess I don't know yeah. myself to say or you to say. So, anyway, uh, bopping and jumping around, can you kind of explain what that means?
1: <laughs> yeah. So, TK is an incredibly driven individual. And there are times in our life where we have to be in that grind, hustle, yeah. go, go, go. Uh-huh. And, you know, being in LA, there's a lot of energy. But I do feel like as we step into more of our authentic self, and we're, you know, kind of turning. I feel like twenty five is just like it's just really a pivot. It's a pivot moment. It's a
0: huge pivot year.
1: And so you got to kind of shake things up a little bit. You've got to loosen the grip on literally being so tethered to like I have to do these things every day. My routine must look like this. I da 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 da. And it's a very common narrative that so many people get lost in mm-hmm. of of being like I must be in this routine or discipline in order to succeed. And I'm not saying everybody throw the routine and discipline out the window, but I do think there is a time and a place when we are stepping into expansion or growth or a new era, like Mm. you're stepping into a new era. And actually a time for you to connect with yourself, this like true free version of TK, this magnetic version, that's the fun version people love to watch. Like, yes, they wanna know your routines and they love to know your nitty gritty and all these things, but how fun is it to take a last minute trip? Because you can, because you've built this whole career that's your schedule and you're in control. But it's almost like you were placing the control outside of you being like, yes, I must upload for my viewers and I must do all these things, which is great that you care about them and you love them. But there was this part of you that was sacrificing you
0: again. remember? Yes. Or- I wasn't being me. I was right. uploading stupid shit that I thought people would want which I know some people are not going to be able to relate because you don't have this job, but I was doing things for others again and not doing what I wanted, which inevitably is not that interesting to watch as a viewer. Right.
1: Yeah. Because I'm not interested. You could be like freaking knitting a blanket and you could be like, just freaking having the best time ever. And I would watch you do a, instead of a get ready with me, I'd watch you knit a blanket and tell me a story. But if you were so excited about it, I would be like so excited about it. Uh and I don't even know anything. You know, that's how it works. Mm -hmm. And people, and and I think it does apply to people, even if you're not a content creator. It's just when we get caught up doing the things that we think everyone else wants us to do, we lose the excitement and the zest and the zeal that actually attracts people to us.
0: Right. Exactly. It's actually what makes us magnetic and fun to watch. Exactly. I think the same thing goes for dating. Like people want someone that is like, Living their best life, doing the things they love, like, trying new things, like, following their, like, passion or whatever. Like, that's the type of guy I'm interested in. Like, oh, my God, he's so into this. Or, like, he has a clear vision of what he wants, et cetera. And we don't want someone that's just doing what they think they should for others. No. Like, I don't want to date someone like that. I want to date someone who's, like, no, I forking love basketball or whatever. Oh, my
1: gosh. (laughs) I am an energy reader with a football player. Like, I mean, it was very random, but he was so passionate and into his own thing and independent in his own identity. Which is hot. It was so hot. Yeah. Hot. Hot. (laughs) Damn. Austin. Austin, we love you, daddy. So anyways, (laughs) but it's the same thing. Here's the here's I'm going to flip the script. When you are seeking a partner who's got this strong sense of self and identity and all of these things. We have to show up as that person as well. Yes. Right. So that's it's like you're being pushed into this era of really standing in your power and being like, no, I know me. I am TK. I I know what the fuck is up. Mm -hmm. And if I want to travel and bop around, it's like, that's 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 what people want to watch you do because that's what you want to do. That's Mm -hmm. like the true essence. And it's like, as soon as you said that, you're like, "I, I like. You felt like so relieved, like oh my gosh, thank God! Like that's like, like thank God I have so
0: many trips uh, Yeah, I was feeling like,
1: so guilty. Yes, yeah. so, it's like she was feeling guilty about all these trips and this travel. And I'm like, no, that's like that's like you've worked so hard to get to this place to play and that freedom and to explore and to do all these things. And that's like what you're supposed to be doing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not fighting the I've got to stay like tethered to my schedule and routine and uploads and all these things. Like how freaking boring would that get after a while if that's like all we ever did? True. You've got to, like, invite in a little randomness because mm-hmm. when we invite in the randomness of life, that's when we get the little, like, nuggets that lead us to the next thing. And that's how we meet the people that invite us into the space where we're going to be working on these bigger shoots. And that's how we're actually going to move the needle in a bigger way versus sometimes we just want to lock ourselves in our house and, like,
0: work on the things that we can kind of control. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you no know, to we got we to gotta get out there and live a little. Yes, exactly. Um, that was another huge word for me that came up. Uh, was randomness. Mm -hmm. You kept saying that. You were like, you need to embrace randomness more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I think goes along with the same lines of like, just get out and do, like stop being so rigid with yourself.
1: Yeah. There was just a lot of rigidity in the sense of, okay, when we're in these times of where we lack clarity, it's because we're supposed to be moving into something new or different. The Mm -hmm. things that we've been in are no longer serving us for a reason. If we did the same thing our whole entire life, it would be a very boring life, right? Right. But when we're like, I don't initially know what it is, play in this energy of, wow, what if I just invited in some randomness? What if a friend invited me to a pottery class and I was like, I've kind of always wanted to learn pottery. I don't know. Maybe that's something. And the next thing you know, you freaking meet someone at the pottery class who invites you into this. And it's like that's that's like the universe is always conspiring in your favor to get you in these places to Show you this next steps. It's like, hey, TK, we want to show you this next wave, but you're like, no, I'm busy. I'm uploading and I'm in my schedule, you know. And and that's how we kind of block ourselves from this true state of alignment. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Let's call you out. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I, exactly what I was doing. <laughs> um, and it's funny because, like, as you were speaking, I was like, it's so crazy because we had the reading after my South Africa trip, but that was like the most random thing ever. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because I was like Anna Grace, like that could not have been the most like more random, right? <laughs> Which was uh, great because I was like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm living what I'm <laughs> supposed to be doing, right? But um, like the long story short version of that is, I last minute got invited in December to a wedding in south africa and literally booked my flight in january i love it and thank god ashley and jackson were invited which is her boyfriend because i we were basically like a throuple for the trip love it but it also so random like like the fact that i we went on this trip and it was like me ashley and jackson like kind of a random group <laughs> we i show up in south africa and like a lot of i feel like when i came back from the trip you were like how's the trip and i was like dude it was so good like i learned so much i met the, these people etc it like did so much for me and that like solidified like that trip solidified everything you said to me in the reading i was like whoa yeah i knew it thank god i said yes to that random ass invite yes. because i mean like no offense but like how often do you like last minute go to south africa me not really <laughs> but now but, but i'm going new to TK. try yeah new tk Fork, yes. Invite me to your wedding in South Africa. (laughs) Uh, I'll be there. Yeah. No, literally. So, yeah. Okay. That was like the first thing for what should I be prioritizing this year. I feel like that was the randomness, the bopping around, the traveling. It's it's
1: like literally getting away from your schedule to make room for expansion, growth, freedom. More of the authentic self, what we're moving into. Yeah. Yeah. Getting yeah. out of my bubble,
0: et cetera. Okay. Next question was, how do I implement more romance and love into my life? Yes. Do you kind of remember? Because yeah. I can t- Okay. Yeah. So,
1: and I was, t- I sometimes when I do these readings for people, I'm like, listen, I am not calling you out. I am simply the messenger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I just want to preface one thing. The reason I asked this question is because I feel like I am such a workaholic in like slightly an unhealthy way that I never let myself actually feel things or like put myself out there Mm -hmm. because like it's scary and I'm like in my comfort zone just like grinding, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Yeah. Which is like cool but I get to a point like I don't wanna be 35 or however old and like not be doing life with someone. Right. So that was like a scary question for me to ask because I'm like, oh, that means like I need to try in this department, because I don't currently, and I like blow things off. I don't take it seriously. I like am like men are trash. But I need to stop. I need to grow up, essentially. <laughs> so that's why I
1: asked. So, and it was a beautiful question, and we got some good information because the the first scenario that I was seeing that I was like laughing because I guess I didn't see it through this lens, and so it was funny. It was just like, How TK can go into a situation immediately, almost like putting herself in the friend zone (laughs) because... It's it's a defense mechanism, and I, I say that because like I've been there where I'm like, I just want to be liked in this situation, and I don't want there to be this pressure for these guys to see me in a certain way and then potentially reject me if they don't like me. Yes. So what if we're all just bros? I'm
0: I'm immediately broing bro. out with people. So
1: I was like, TK, the energy that you're giving immediately is just like, bro. And that was funny that that was like the scenario that I was working through because, and I will give more of like an energetics behind it, but- Throwing ourselves into a situation because we're afraid of being rejected, which we are all afraid of being rejected. Mm-hmm. No one wants to be rejected. TK, I, it's I've been there where I'm like, we can all just be best friends, and then the guy's like, wait, but like, what if I liked you? <laughs> and then you're just immediately giving friend zone vibes. Like, no, no, no. If you, if anyone listening right now is cultivating more romance in their life or seeking partnership, you've got to go in a little softer. And I'm gonna give a couple tips. Kay. Okay. First tip is that TK and I are both the type of people that want to be like chaotic and crazy and da, 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 you know, that's giving that like that cute friend girl energy, mm-hmm. right? If we're going to give, we're going to start integrating more of our feminine energy, which everybody here, no matter how you identify, we all have a balance of masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. inside of us. Our, our masculine that go-getter, that grind, girly go that you've girl been Girl boss. In, girl boss energy. It's very to-do list and task-oriented. It's that kind of, yeah, that aggression that we need at times. Mm -hmm. That's why we have a nice little balance. Our feminine energy is more of the pleasure and play of, like, let's really enjoy what we're doing and, like, really slow it down. And so the first thing I always tell people is if you're going into a situation where you're seeking partnership over friendship or, you know, like, relationship over just friendship, to really slow down. (laughs) It's the first thing that shifts you into your feminine. Like, okay. think about how when you're talking to God, like, oh, my God. Hey, oh my, how are you? hey, what are you up to? Versus, like, hey, I'm TK. So nice to meet you. Oh, oh, my God. You know? Yes. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, I'm all of a sudden turning into, like, a sex pot. Like, you don't have to do anything. Like, you know, I but like, no, I want to be a sex pot. Well, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be, like, me. No. It's just, <laughs> it's just, like, it's, like. Hey, what if we just, like, we settled a little. Okay. And we were just, like, really slow. We're just like, hey, I'm TK, you know? Like, because if you're, like, kind of slow and, like, you're – it it provides a little bit of, like, a little bit of mystery there. And Mm -hmm. all you have to do is really just kind of settle in the body and slow down a little bit versus coming in hot, like, the chaotic friend energy vibe. Mm -hmm. Because then that – you're setting the tone for how – for your example, how men will receive you. You're not even giving them a chance to come towards you, right? Got it. So kind of the first thing I always tell people is like a, like a good a slowdown is always a good one on a date, which is it's just like a conscious practice because we can get like nervous or excited. But then I told her to really play in our feminine energy, which is one, actually scheduling more time for play, for enjoyment, for romance, putting that in the calendar. But also my favorite way to implement more of the feminine energy is to use clothes. Like I think clothes carry such an energetic makeup like you could literally be anyone you can go on a date and be a completely different character Mm -hmm. you could be the most girliest flirtiest girl in the world put on like the cutest little dress something just makes you feel flirty and femme Mm -hmm. versus sometimes we unconsciously or i've done this subconsciously we'll put on you know a hoodie and something baggy and a trucker hat and my converse because i'm being cool girl And then it's like, me, yeah, which is my literal outfit right now. Okay, but this is different because you're in the setting and it's me and you. I'm not calling you out. But like, think about what we're actually picking out to put on our bodies before we go into a potential setting where it's like, how do like and and maybe that makes you feel feminine, whatever. But like with the clothes that you put on your body, I want you to really think like, how am I feeling? Am I showing up Mm -hmm. as this version of TK that's inviting in more romance? Or am I showing up as this version of TK who's wearing armor to the world?
0: Mm, really good that's a really good tip I will say anytime I put on like a cute little sundress I'm like I'm so cute and girly yeah (laughs) it makes you feel a little different yeah it just it shifts your
1: energy Mm -hmm. and like I'm not saying everybody has to put on a flirty sundress Like, just play with it what you're putting on your body because there's so much that I could unpack with the energetics of clothing and how we
0: show up is really a reflection of how we're feeling on the inside Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm Okay, I love that. The next question that I asked to you was what area of my life will bring me the most happiness. Here I think we you were talking about like connections. Mm-hmm.
1: Um <laughs> we're like guys, this was 2 months ago. I'm thinking, hold on. Um, I
0: have like a whole video of the reading, so I need to go back and like look at it all. Cuz th- th- this was like all of the
1: all of the questions and answers are very multifaceted.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 they all kind of connected too. <laughs> too. Let me do. Let me read through the other ones yeah, too. Yeah, I'm trying um, to remember what, what area we in my career will bring me the most success, which I think also had to do with the connections. Yeah, and the we creative did
1: direction. We talked a lot about how TK is like here to foster connection, build connection. Like I could see that turning into her own type of media production agency. I did do a lot of kind of future casting there. Um, Like how she's coming. Like August is going to be a huge month for her. A lot of like growth and expansion. And this spring brings romance into the life. So you guys... This spring. Yeah. Stay tuned. So... We'll um, see. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, but it was really... I think a lot of it was stepping more into these bigger... Because you hold a big vision. And it's like, oh, oh, that was part of it too. It was like you see this big vision for people that other people can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... You're going to be hired and invited into these situations where people are like, TK's our girl. Because not only does she bring the vision, she also sees the best in all the people that are a part of this project, right? It was like Mm. you're bringing this, like, energy and the support, but also this vision that other people may not have. Um, That was a big part of what you're moving into that is going to ultimately turn into more of your own company, both in front of and behind the camera.
0: Which was really cool to hear. Yeah. Because I resonated with that yeah a lot.
1: and and I also wrote like we were talking like big brands like big brand production yeah. like she's gonna be um what am I trying to say like someone that comes in just to work on
0: this project like highly sought after you were after. saying like creative director yeah. producing yeah uh, stuff like yeah. that which I mean I already do but I feel like you were talking about a way bigger scale, bigger scale much bigger scale which is really cool yeah maybe you learned something from my reading I hope you did I sure did myself um, it was such a great experience and I will be going back to Anna Grace my next, uh, <laughs> crisis. I'm um, always happy to support. No, it was fabulous. Um, I guess I wanted to ask you before we wrap things up, um, because you're about to turn 30 and I love asking this question to yeah. people that are, you know, in their late twenties, what do you wish you would have kind of tapped into, um, in your earlier twenties? Mm. you know what i
1: i guess i could go a lot of directions with this but the first thing that's coming to me is i wish i would have tapped into more of a community that didn't revolve around just going out or alcohol Mm. great and i think that's a really universal
0: great advice
1: situation for everyone it's like I just caught myself feeling like the only way I could go out and seek connection was if I drank, but I actually like, never really wanted to be like drunk. Yeah. <laughs> like and, like, and then, like being hungover, like it didn't really resonate with me. But I just really wanted to <laughs> feel close and friendship and community, and somehow it turned it translated into like always just having to go out. But I think you all wake up one day and you're like, "What the fuck? I don't even. Why am I here? Like, yeah. what are we doing?" And so I just want to, yeah, like what?
0: Me every time I go out? I
1: know. It's like you go out because you don't want to be alone, but then you're like out and you're like whatever. So I wish that I would have encouraged myself to explore like hobbies or like how you play tennis or to like get out and do something at least once a week. Go to a yoga sound bath. Go to a class. Go to like literally anything at least at one point a week, once Mm -hmm. a month do something that is not revolved around, like, only going out. I just think that's so important for people. And that's another way that we actually, like, can meet people. Because, like, everyone's looking for friends. Everyone at some point feels lonely. Everyone's looking for a partner. And and I wish that I would have had ex- encouraged myself to do something, try something new. Like, go to a ballet class. Mm-hmm. Take a freaking
0: horseback riding class. I don't know. Do anything. Well, it's how you actually connect with people too on a deeper level. Because like, yeah, we all have the like drunk deep talks in the bathroom with a stranger. (laughs) Which is great. Yeah. But I feel like the times that I really make progress with friendships or within friendships is when we are doing those activities and bonding over them while we're sober.
1: Yeah. Well I, I think I think it's healthy to have you can have the deep conversations with people if alcohol is involved, but also it's like that can't be our only source of connection or fun or fun Mm -hmm. that was a big thing for me it was like and I think you and I are both really fun people and I I don't drink anymore moving to Florida and like doing the energy work it's just I can't drink and do the work that I do but it's like I'm still fun like I I wanted to go out because I wanted to like feel fun and listen to music and dance and do Mm -hmm. all these things but it's like doing them in a way that can still foster community or allow you to feel connected to people Mm -hmm. in a way like in just one other way area. That's not always just like at a bar in a Mm -hmm. setting because I feel like those people, when I stopped drinking and got more into energy work, it's like those were the first people to fade away. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: A hundred percent. Also that's a great advice for anyone that just moved to a big city. Yeah. That is how you meet real ass friends is at, the random class you go to on a Thursday in the middle of the day or, you know, your tennis lesson or your pottery class, whatever it is. (laughs) Like, it sounds silly, but dead ass is true. Like, that's where you meet your best friends in a new city Um, because otherwise you're just going to see each other at Thirsty Thursday and, like, not really know each other, like, their siblings' names or, like, what they do during the work week, like, et cetera. Right. And majority of your life is typically when you're not out yeah drinking so you want to make sure you're enjoying that and you're you're surrounded by people you love and you have best friends and whatever that you can just hang and be on your phones and you don't have to talk to like those are the types of friends you're looking for yeah and that's what i'm saying like there's nothing wrong with like going out and drinking
1: but i just kind of looked up one day and realized that i'll have really been like
0: hmm, what else do i have
1: going on and like i never really made space for that as much and and too if you're in these settings where you're going to a class or doing thing, i always tell people like Just like if you see someone in class that you feel like maybe is on the same page or you might jive with, I always would just like give them a compliment. Be like, oh, my gosh, you were freaking crushing it in that class. Like people literally are always going to be like, what? Oh, my gosh, thanks. Like everyone just wants to be like seen and recognized. And it's like it's easier. Like we make it harder in our head to connect Mm -hmm. with people. Like I, anytime I see someone that's doing something that I want to cheer them on or be like, you look like I'll be at the gym. I'm like, you look slay. You look incredible. (laughs) like <laughs> slay to, to random girls like I mean I'm always just like oh my god yeah pop off queen
0: if someone came up to me in the gym and was like slay I would be like my entire month is made
1: right a dead ass like all it takes sometimes is a simple compliment boom you had a new best friend
0: love it yeah so great great tip yeah I love it well Anna Grace it has been an absolute pleasure <laughs> having you on I guess my last question is because this podcast is called making moves okay what would you say you're doing in your life right now to make moves <gasps> oh Honestly, I have really been – coming on
1: the strip for me has been making moves, like really making a productive – like we said, I I watched the film and I was like, I really, really, really believe in my podcast and the – energy work that I'm going into and first owning it instead of being like I kind of do this thing and it's like kind of weird and like I don't know if you guys know about it yeah, no don't I just it down. say it yeah. yeah I just like this is what I do mm-hmm. so one is like owning where I'm at but also making productive like big moves to plan trips to put myself in uncomfortable situations hell yeah to ask people to come on my show to accept these invitations to show up in a in a space where maybe no one's heard normalized acoustic records heard of the acoustic records, records but doing the things right now that feel uncomfortable or foreign or scary, like really vulnerable putting myself out there has mm-hmm. been where I have great landed this vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't really a vacation, it's a work trip, but it's been fun. Yeah. It's felt like a vacation. Um so I think it's just coming down to I'm in a phase right now of owning, stepping into my power. Great. And being vulnerable. And not being scared and not explaining myself.
0: Oh, that's so huge. Just fuck it goes that. back to the people pleasing. Yeah. Thing. It's yeah. just people
1: pleasing and, and here's the I thing. Struggle with not that. into what I'm into, whatever. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Whatever. Life's too short. Doesn't matter. I love it. Um, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today.
1: Thank you for having me. I literally, you guys, I cannot say enough good things about TK. I love her so much. She's such a just bright light. The world needs more of her. And No, the world needs more of you. <laughs> I, I, I want you guys to all be on this journey of... Rooting for TK to bop and to play, and oh yeah, play
0: that was play, a good word. Bop, play, bop, play. Just do travel, all the things. That random.
1: Set your soul on fire. She is just this freedom unicorn, and we're setting her free, baby. I love Woo-hoo!
0: you. I love you too. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to eat dinner with you tonight. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> we're gonna go have a girly pop dinner. Um, where yes. can everyone follow you, listen to the podcast, potentially get a reading, etc. P- yeah, pimp yourself out.
1: Thank you so much. So I'm at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram and TikTok. And my podcast is called AG University, and it's a school all about connecting with your intuition. So no matter what your belief system is, come one, come all, you'll get some information there, uh, some little tasty treats to take away. And there is always a link to my newsletter in my bio. It's in the podcast. It's everywhere. And that's where you can get deeper information if you are truly curious about the Akashic Records readings. We only open um, a few spots each month for Subscri- she's booked and busy, busy yeah. doing all the celebrities now <laughs> yeah but um you can you can squeak in i do have priority readings and i also do a live group reading if you have a question oh that's cool yeah on my podcast so I, i'm i'm i have options for everyone i'm coming out with courses if you need access to me or you know you need, you need to clear your house you need to reset your energy like whatever you guys one-stop shop AG university i've got you covered thank you for having me oh i love gosh. you
0: Well, love you guys so much, and be sure to subscribe, follow Anna Grace on everything. She is one of my dear friends, and I'm just lucky to be in her presence, so you need to follow her so you can get a little bit of that energy in your life, (laughs) Um, and be sure to make someone's day this week.
1: Peace. Compliments.